did you know I have a YouTube channel? If you love my podcast, you'll love my YouTube page. I have over 200 informative videos that are free, of course. Think of my YouTube page as a bigger and super informative version just like my podcast. And you'll get to know me even better because you can actually see me. Please don't forget to subscribe while you are on my page. To visit my page, just visit youtube.com slash Krista Mayshore Coaching. That's youtube.com slash Krista Mayshore Coaching. Or simply search my name, Krista Mayshore. Tips for developing and finding your niche. Have you ever heard of the saying that if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything? The same thing can actually be said for your business. If you try to service everyone, you might not be able to actually serve anyone. The saying that the riches are in the niches is 100% true, and I am a prime example of that. Hey there, Krista Mayshore here from Krista Mayshore Coaching, and today I'm going to be talking about how and why having a niche is so very important for your business. And I want to actually offer some tips to you to help you develop your niche. Do me a favor though, before you get into this, if you like my content, please don't forget to hit the subscribe button. It is my goal to educate and entertain you, so if you like either one, this channel is actually for you. Have you heard the phrase that the niches make riches? It's true. In professional services, in just about any industry, if you put yourself out there as a generalist, you've got a ton of competition. As a generalist, you have to actually spread your marketing efforts and your budget really, really thin to expose all the possible services that you could actually offer and capture all categories of clients out there. You might think that by creating a niche that you'll be actually losing too many opportunities. However, that's not true. You won't. By doing a good job in your niche, you will end up capturing business that is outside of it. On the other hand, if you try to relate everybody, you won't capture anybody. When I wrote my first book aimed at real estate agents, my editor kept reminding me that if I try to write a book for everybody, that it won't be successful. The raw beginners won't understand it, and it will be too simple for the ones that are more experienced in the industry. And real estate hobbyists will think it's too much effort. By honing my message down to a specific type of real estate agent, actually somebody who really, really wanted to get the most out of their real estate business, it was better for me. I was able to give clear and valuable information. When I wrote my second book, I honed in on people who wanted to stop being employees, who are actually newly retired and who wanted to become entrepreneurs. Now, I am geared towards local businesses and local professionals in the actual service industry. Even though many of my strategies will actually work for anybody, right? Things like retail or direct sales, the issue and the challenges of local businesses and professionals who actually provide a service are different. So what did I do? The examples and the illustrations I use are targeted to that niche. Creating a niche is also going to save you thousands and thousands of dollars in your marketing efforts. You won't keep throwing away marketing dollars trying to attract everybody. No, instead, you'll focus your efforts and your money on attracting the clients that you actually want to work with. If your focus is millennials and first-time homebuyers, you won't waste time and money on ads in the AARP or posters in a senior housing community. You'll focus on text messaging on social media and apps like Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok, and Snapchat. If you're focused on yoga classes for older people, you won't rely solely on text flash or mobile phone compatible landing pages or on social media sites. You'll actually use snail mail and email, maybe even hand deliver flyers to senior communities or actually advertise in their monthly newsletter. Do you see the difference here? When you narrow down your perfect client, 
you know exactly who to market to, how to market to them, whether it's on blogs, social media, or any of your landing pages, your lead pages, whatever you're doing, you are going to actually know who you're focusing on. Have you ever watched an ad or a TV that had absolutely, you had no idea what the ad was and what it was about? That's because you're not the person the ad was actually trying to attract. And the advertiser doesn't care if you get it or not. They've designed that ad to hit home with a specific market who does actually understand it. Remember, you don't have to make an impact on the entire world. You just have to reach a few. I wrote down that I wanted to work with people who are go-givers, who love learning, who are high achievers, who want to serve people, and who want to be at the top of their game. Then I thought about the people I already knew who are like that, and I asked myself, where do those people get their information? Where do they shop? What do they enjoy doing? What do they read? What issues or challenges are they facing? And what is most important to them? What are their priorities? What are their hobbies? What stages of life are they in? Who do they follow on social media? How old are they? Are they married or are they single? One of the most important questions that you can actually ask to help define your avatar is, what keeps them up at night? In other words, what worries them? What upsets them? What do they actually have in their lives that causes them pain of some kind? What are they afraid of? People are drawn to things that they love, but they're even more motivated to get away from the things that are actually painful to them in some way. To connect with them, you need to let them know that you really, really understand their pain points as well as their desires. In fact, all of your marketing messages will be tailored around those two ends of the spectrum. As I started my coaching, I targeted professionals in real estate or in real estate related fields. Why? Because this is where I had the most amount of familiarity, credibility, and connections. As that business grew, I expanded to other local businesses and service professionals. Why? Because many business owners and service professionals are actually, they're on their own and are not employees. So guess what? They would recognize the value in what I offer. Also, they are most likely to be able to afford my training and my coaching services. Even though my strategies could actually help just about anyone succeed, they aren't my niche. If I attract people outside this niche, which I do, it's awesome, great, but I tailor my marketing and my messaging to my avatars, to my niche. If you're having trouble finding your client avatar, go back to your past clients, the good ones, not the ones you wish you never actually met. Ask the ones you like and interview them. Ask them, why did you choose me? What qualities did you actually like about me? While you're at it, ask them how you could actually have improved in your services and your relationship with them. That is so, so important. Let them know that you're open to constructive criticism. Don't be afraid to do this. You'll learn something new about yourself and about your ideal client so you can service them better. If you hear one complaint from one person who has actually the courage to speak out to you and tell you, you probably have other clients who are actually thinking the same thing. The White House of Consumer Affairs actually claims that for every single one customer who bothers to complain, there are 26 other customers who remain silent. While you're doing this, think about your good clients and what attributes they share in common. Maybe they're all really, really smart and diligent in doing whatever they need to do. Maybe they're active in the community or they have tight-knit families. What are your past clients' interests? What are their desires? What do they want? If you aren't sure, ask them. What makes them tick? Develop your client avatar with this information in mind. If you work with people who are at odds with you, the process of delivering your service will be much more difficult. 
Personally, I don't want to fight with my clients in a tug of war over dominance. I want my clients to actually trust me and to know that I have their best interests at heart. Learn to say no to clients that aren't a good fit so you can actually focus on the clients that you want. Again, Krista Mayshore, let me know what you think. And as always, I'd love for you to share this if you're watching this on Facebook. And be sure to subscribe if you're seeing this on YouTube. And as always, everyone, I'm here to serve Krista Mayshore with Krista Mayshore Coaching. In these uncertain times, it's important that we stay positive, focused, and come up with an action plan. This is why I created this Real Estate Agents Crisis Guide. My guide will teach you how to continue to generate business during times of uncertainty and instability, even if the real estate operations have been shut down in your area. My guide offers 30 strategies that you can implement right now. To get my guide, just visit kristamayshore.com slash crisis guide. That's kristamayshore.com slash crisis guide.